Today, is it, is this thing on? We are going to be talking about what you need to do if you are struggling with figuring out your marketing. So let's get started. Welcome, everyone. I am here with two brand new friends that I just met just five minutes ago. I'm here with Janet and Arkai, and we're going to be talking about marketing today. But I also want to remind you that you are the um, our, our co-host on the couch. So feel free to leave messages. We will pop them up if you have comments, if you have questions, pop them up and be part of our conversation today. So Let's get started and meet our co-host today. So I'm going to ask you guys a question and uh, I'm going to just let you answer it and let us get to know you a little bit. So the question is, why are you passionate about helping people with their marketing strategy using your zone of genius? Janet, I'm going to let you go first for this one. Okay, just going to slightly uh, correct my name is Jeanette. Oh, uh, Jeanette. So sorry. That's, that's okay. It's it's French. I was born on my grandmother's birthday, so I got the French version of her name. Uh, my zone of genius and why marketing is I believe everybody's story matters. And when we're able to connect each other's story together, and that's where the opportunities lie. So that's um, our story matters out there to the world. Absolutely. Our story does matter. All right. Now, our side. Did I do that again? Did I do that right? Uh, no, you got it right till now. It's Arkai, but yeah. Arkai. There you go. See, I had it earlier and I lost it, but that's okay. If I said people's names right on the show, all the viewers would be like, what's happened to Peggy? Yeah. Okay. Take it away. Tell us, tell us um, your zone of genius and why you're passionate about it. So I mainly specialize in brand strategy and I'm the kind of person who, if you come to, you'll end up leaving with a lot more disruptive thought processes, not in a negative way, but something that will help you look at things in a different angle. And to uh, in a way similarly answer your question, I think the reason I do what I do and branding and marketing are very collaborative and they go hand in hand is to allow people to express their best and authentic self out there because for a very long time, this has been the case, but now people are very open to it as well, which is people love people. They want to connect with people. They want to connect with their culture. And they can connect with who you are truly. And when you're confidently able to express that, you're actually able to build long-lasting bonds with that be virtually uh, or you know in person. So. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Um, and I'm going to take the the things that both of you said and i'm going to tie it together as a photographer as a professional photographer and a headshot strategist i believe that your brand starts your message starts your story starts from the very very first impression which is your profile picture your headshot that is oftentimes the very first impression that we see of you and when we take the time to really put thought into that and make sure that we're giving the message that we want the world to know about us right from the start, we're, they're able to 
see that authentic story and see who we are and everything about us. And that's the first building block of getting that message out there. So awesome, guys. All right. Now let me see. I, I um, normally have a co-producer uh, running the stuff, but today it is me, myself, and I. So as I'm stumbling around buttons, just have fun because we're still going to have an amazing conversation. All right. So I want to get motivated today. I want to know why is re reviewing your marketing um, tactics for professionals, why is it important for us to review our marketing tactics if we want to run a thriving life and business. I'm going to start with you since we, there we go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think it's very crucial to be able to embrace and pivot as and when things happen, because that's what truly allows us to be able to not just foresee the changes, but be able to ride the waves while they take place. And that's very crucial, especially because things can change anytime. But if you're open to it and if we can actually adapt to it and guide it instead of, you know, fighting it, you have a huge chance of being able to live all your dreams out. Like for us, our, our agency has been remote way before COVID. So for us, it wasn't a problem. We were able to manage in an async collaborative manner and in even hybrid situations. Same goes with AI. We saw AI as the best tool out there for creatives and our productivity. So all of these tools, they are just here to help us, but everything out there changes a constant thing. And if you can embrace it, you end up like Netflix, or if you end up fighting it or avoid it, you end up like Blockbuster. I want to say thank you. Absolutely. Everything is always changing. Um, ab ab absolutely. And I believe that when you sit down and what I like to call get very clear with your unique to UW5 story, your who, your what, your where, your when, and your why, and defining the different roles that you have in this life, not just business, this life, and continuing to understand how each one of those roles develop, um, uh, adapt, you learn something new, and to be able to go, okay, how can I bring that in to show my potential clients or existing clients that I, I've learned something and I want to help you learn something as well along the way. So we're ever changing, wherever your story, you're writing new sentences, chapters, paragraphs on a daily basis. And if you keep that to yourself, it doesn't show the world that you are evolving. And who, what customer doesn't want to be with somebody who understands brand changes, brand evolves, brand moves along in this world? So, um, yeah, it's so important to go back and really understand how you evolve, because ultimately both of us know it's social media and marketing is really not about you. It's about how others perceive you. Absolutely. It, it's funny because, you know, it's all about our story, but nobody cares about our story. Our story has to relay how our story relates to you, <laughs> how yeah. you fit into our story. Um, but I think, um, as far as, you know, revisiting your, your tactics and how you're doing things, a really good example for me, um, I've been a professional photographer for over 34 years. That means I started with film. I started, you know, cropping negatives and, you know, printing images. And then in the early two thousands, the shift was to digital. 
Now, um, a lot of my colleagues were like, that's not real photography. I'm not going to do that. There's, you know, put their, their heels in the sand and refuse to change their tactics and refuse to change and not use the new tools that were available to us. And most of those guys are no longer around and people consume images different now than they did 10, 15 years ago. Now everybody's got their images right here before they were all hanging on your wall. Now there's still maybe some people that hang their family portraits and stuff on the wall, but not like it was when I was a kid where the whole wall was plastered full. And so we have to really stay relevant. How are we relating to what our clients' needs are? And if we don't change with that, if we're like, nope, um, I'm going to do, you know, an Instagram post with just a picture and, you know, that's, that's my marketing. Well, that's not what people are consuming anymore. You've got to figure out where the market is going, what the people are doing and stay really relevant in that. And I think, I think both of you guys really touched on that. I think it's so important that we got to roll with the punches. Otherwise, what, if we're not moving forward, what are we doing? We're like, you know, what's the point? We have to always, always be moving forward. All right, so real life happens, and as amazing as all three of us are right now, I would love to hear a time um, when you did not um, change and you had a problem. Not only did you have a problem, but how did you overcome that problem? What did you do um, to fix that once you had that? So you're on the spot. My goodness, this is a phenomenal story, and I and I can need to share it. Um, um, started my company April first, two thousand and fourteen. No fooling. Um, and in the fifth year, they say in business, it's when you're going to get it. And we all know that was two thousand. For me, it was two thousand and twenty. And two thousand and twenty was setting up to be my most phenomenal year. Um, people were coming out of the woodwork to work with me. I'm a brand ambassador for a number of different food companies here in Canada going to events, trade shows, wholesale, retail uh, trade shows. And people were really bonding with me going, I love what you do. Can you do what, what you do? We want to have this product and that product. Can you collaborate together? And that's one of my pillars in my company, collaboration and collaborating. And on March 13th, 2020, we all know what happened. You know, there's nobody out there in the world that doesn't know what happened. And um, I had the world's biggest pity party because two thirds of my customers, boom, Problem, guys, problem. Two thirds of my customers events. I had events planned for the last end of the year to the end of 2020. And very rapidly, I, I thought my problem was, so now what am I gonna do? Now what, how am I gonna serve? Because at my core, how am I gonna continue to serve my clients that I, I do have so they don't walk away from me, the ones that I still chose to stick with me. And um, you gotta take that risk. And I had their products here in my home. I live in a small cottage on five acres. And one of my clients is a, um, a very high-end, highly nutritional, um, I'm going to give them a little shout out, JD Farms in Langley, British Columbia. They're a turkey farm. And um, I decided to do it uh, on their Facebook page because I had access to their Facebook because I was doing some social media for them. And I did a cooking show with their products out of my own home kitchen. And um, did I ask them to do it? No. 
I went ahead and did this phenomenal cooking show saying I'm at home like we're supposed to be at home. I have a pantry full. I have their products. Let's make dinner. Let's make dinner together. And the vice president of the company the next day sent me a text message. She said, I see you did a little cooking show on our on our Facebook page last night. And I'm like, yes, with lots of S's and a question mark. And she said, so what's that going to cost me to keep our brand top of mind? And uh, very rapidly, I had kind of had to think, well, da, 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 this is what it was going to cost. And she said, okay, let's do three a week. do three a week to keep our brand top of mind to keep our customers still here for them still able to serve so is my problem on how it's going to keep business rolling along and then move it along for my customer that to keep their product in the bellies of their consumers so that's what i did that's my solution and problem i love that i love that that seems like a, a time that you um, that doesn't seem like a time that you failed. That seems like a time that you shined. I love it. Though. That's you're like, eh, well, we'll just do Mark, it. We'll ask yeah. for permission later. That's that seems like the way I kind of roll. I'm like, eh, easier to say sorry than ask for permission, right? <laughs> and then it was first positive that. Oops, so that my my internet is a little wacky where I live. Um, I was able to show this, and another client picked it up, up and, and did the same thing. So it rolled into more You're cutting out a little bit, but I love that. So you basically spent the whole pandemic doing cooking shows um, for your clients. That is awesome. I'm going to let you go next because she's kind of froze anyway. All right, go for it. <laughs> Well, uh, so for me, the biggest problem was very much with the mindset, which is, but so our agency, but I've been freelancing and then I've been running my agency in total for nine years now. And one of the things that was really a thorn in my way was of being my authentic self. I, I was very much burdened by the success that was coming. We were thriving, we were getting seen, we were getting amazing projects, all the kind of work I wanted to do. And I always felt that, you know, if I, I need to be a certain way. And so that always kind of kept coming. But when I started my agency, I like all, I was always authentic, but I felt like, you know, I still had to help hold a bit of myself back. But then once I started my agency, I was like, let's change things for the better. And so when the pandemic came, a lot of our clients, because we initially used to work very closely with hotels and restaurants of Los Angeles and London, um, they didn't know how to survive. A lot of them weren't open to social media or brand awareness or all of these things. And they were about to close shop because they couldn't create the awareness about the restaurants or if they're doing something new or how they could just create that walk-in without actually doing something to get people in, in, like in person. And so we did a lot of pro bono sessions. We did about hundred of them. And a lot of these businesses were able to slowly get close to making the same amounts of profits while the pandemic was still going on without actually having walk-ins, but via deliverables and so many other things. And that kind of led me to realize that I don't want to just work with hotels and restaurants because I'm a huge, huge foodie, but I want to rather work with forward-thinking entrepreneurs who are truly growth-oriented and impact-driven. And so to be able to do that, I had to be forward-thinking myself because you don't go to a five-star restaurant if they themselves, you can't say that you're the best food in the world, but if you yourself won't eat the food or if your food sucks yourself. So 
you can't be a branding agency that's talking about authenticity and so much more if you aren't authentic yourself. We change those things. And nowadays, if you book a meet and greet meeting with me or any sort of meeting, you'll probably see a GIF in the background, right? Like just multiple dogs running. And sometimes I'll turn it off. Sometimes I'll just leave it there. But that's the kind of stuff I do now. And it has led to some of the best work we have ever done, some of the most impactful work we have ever done. But it has also made it easy for me to do that. And so I decided to not just niche to a mindset, but rather allow myself to be the authentic, chaotic self that I am, that my clients love, and not hold it back until we were in the contracts or something like that. Wasn't going to keep it as a surprise anymore. I love that. I think um, how how many of us um, are just afraid to show up as ourselves, and it's that mindset. It's like, you know, but people love us. Like people want, like your people mm -hmm. love you. They don't need this, you know, crazy, like whatever. And, um, I, I think uh, that's mindset is, is, uh, mindset is the word of the week for Peggy because someone told me, and I want to share it with all of you. Confidence is a decision. That's a freebie. Yes. Confidence is a decision. And just like we can decide to be happy, we can also decide to be sad. We can decide, mm -hmm. you know, all these things, wherever we want to live, whether we want to live in self-pity or in our, our badass geniusness, that's a decision that we get to make. So that was a freebie. Um, that's, uh, but I'll tell you about a place where I kind of fell, tripped, rolled and jumped back up. Cause that's really what, what these stories are about. Right. Is how, how did we like initially like come into a problem and fix it? So for 27 years, I was a high end portrait photographer. I did babies, families, you know, um, uh, and people loved my work. Like people loved me. I was used to people going, Oh, this is so beautiful. This is wonderful. That was the feedback that I was accustomed to getting. I just didn't ever get any other kind of feedback. And um, some actors had called and said, hey, um, can you do my headshots? And I was like, yeah, I can do headshots. Like I can do anything. I am Peggy. And um, this actor came in, I did these beautiful pictures and they came and looked at the proofs and they're like, these are terrible, I can't use them. And I was like, what? I had. I was like, they're beautiful. What are you talking about? And they were like, no, I can't use these. They're terrible. And then a few months later, another actor, same thing called. And so what was my reaction initially? Well, I don't like actors. I don't want to do, I don't want to take pictures of actors. That was my original, that was my original, you know, breath of that. And uh, then I was kind of switching my business over to doing headshots, more corporate headshots and uh, advertising headshots, more actors were calling me and asking, you know, and I just cringed every time an actor came in because I knew they were going to not like it. And finally, I was like, that's it. What the heck is going on? So I took an acting class, a, a business acting class, and I picked this guy's brain. I was like, what is an actor headshot? What is this effective headshot? What does this mean? And that sent me into a seven-year um, deep dive into figuring out how actors use their headshots. They use it to catch casting directors' attention, right, to, to catch that. So I switched that around, and I was like, wait a minute. 
If I use that same thing with corporate people, and that's literally what led me to here was somebody hurting my feelings and telling me they didn't like my work. So instead of, instead of quitting, which I kind of wanted to do, I decided how can I solve this problem that, you know, because like, you know, I'm Tuggy. And uh, so, yeah, so that's, that was one of the biggest trip, fall, roll, jump ups of, of my career because I would never be here talking about um, marketing and talking about these things had it not been for a handful of actors telling me how terrible my work was. <laughs> it's interesting if I can just springboard on that and what we use marketing and branding for is to evoke that emotion on this side of the camera. Yeah. It's like we know what we're feeling and it's unless you evoke an emotion, anger, joy, sadness, happiness, confidence to the person receiving your message on this side of the this side of their device, they're not going to learn what you are communicating. Exactly. Because we are, we, we, we learn by emotion and then our learning style of either kinetic visual or auditory kicks in. So I often say if you're uh, right now, I'm so tired of hearing the word struggle, challenge, excited, delighted, love. It's like, those words are too generic. But when you say something like, have you ever been annoyed by your by not getting the followers? It's like, ooh, like that just gives me to my DA, ooh, annoyed, oh, I know what it feels like. Because your definition of frustrated and mine are very different. But I, I think everybody can understand <laughs> what annoyed feels like. I, I I know annoyed. How about you? I, I definitely know annoyed. <laughs> That's funny. So um, let's keep the show going. Um, who should you ask if you are struggling to improve your marketing strategy? Who is it that you should ask? And I'm going to let you, you guys, whoever wants to jump in first just gets to go for it. Who should we ask when we're struggling with, you know, our marketing strategy? I would like to go first. Go so for it. Me. Yeah. And so my main reason for what I'm about to say is that there's so many experts out there and we're not going to be the perfect fit for everyone. So it's always good to find someone who you can align with, who you can connect and communicate well with cause like, with me, not so many people are going to enjoy it, but the people love, they stick around forever. And so they become recurring people. But what I would always recommend is if you're trying to figure out your marketing strategy, reach out to people in your network who are doing similar things, who are maybe marketing themselves or maybe figuring out strategies on their own. And you're seeing that they're growing. Maybe they're below you, but they have posted less content and they still have the same amount of followers. Like you're talking about Instagram or something like that. Or maybe they're just a bit above you, but they have been doing something that's helping them. And they're doing it in a unique manner and you align with them because similar services, similar personality styles. So try to communicate with them because you want to be your authentic self when you're marketing yourself. So instead of going to an agency right away, instead of going to an expert, because we love your money and we would love to help you. That's there and all. But we, for me personally, it is that I want to be able to actually help the person. And so find someone you can very well connect with, you can communicate well with, and who understands your style and who you resonate well with. Because with that, it leads to a lot more easier communication. You don't get cookie cutter tactics. And you actually are even more open to listening things because you feel like, oh yeah, this person is like. 
actually seeing something I align with. So yeah. Yeah, I think um, a lot of times if you don't, if your personalities don't gel, then you're not going to get the same experience as somebody else would. So I think that's important. Um, I always say that I do like pre pre talks with people before they come into the studio, because if you don't like me over a zoom call, you certainly aren't going to like me for an hour or two hours in the studio. <laughs> we all just learned a word we all can relate to. I could possibly annoy you and that's not <laughs> going to bring out the best things in your pictures. So, you know, find somebody that you love working with. I love that. Okay. Go for it. Oh, we can't hear you. I don't know if it's your internet or your mic. Maybe try replugging. Yeah, um, I don't know what happened there. Well, we can't hear you. Maybe um, you, if you want to pop out and pop back in, I will um, give my advice and then it'll be ready for your tip. How's that? So I think one of the things that uh, people don't think about enough is going to your, you know, if you need to change your marketing strategy, look around, what are your clients doing? Where are they hanging out? What's the, you know, what do they like? <laughs> um, because that changes, you know, um, during the pandemic, do, does anybody remember clubhouse? Like that was so hot for like yeah. what a year. And now who's on clubhouse? Like I, no offense if you're still on clubhouse. <laughs> I will say that was, uh, I actually got paying clients off of Clubhouse um, the, the year that I was there. Um, but that's, you know, nobody's on Clubhouse. Nobody talks about, oh, when you're marketing, make sure you market. Nobody, that's not even a thing. So it changes. But during the pandemic, like people loved it because they were able to talk to people and felt like they were able to get, you know, close to actual actual people. So, you know, really look at the people or your, your target market, see what they're doing, see what, what's meaningful to them. And I think that would be my best tip. And, oh, here she is. All right. Let's see. Can we hear you? Um, what? I don't know what happened. Yes. Do you know sign language? <laughs> we love technology. All right. Well, I'm going to have to just assume that she totally agreed with everything I said, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know what's happened. Um, usually if there is a tech thing, if you leave and come back, I guess maybe try to leave and come back one more time. I don't know. Um, yeah. Shut the whole browser down. All right. So, um, this is wonderful. So what else do you have to say? We'll try to give her just a second to get back in because I do want to hear what her, her point of Absolutely. view is here. But yeah, I completely agree. First of all, love Clubhouse because uh, now there's Twitter spaces, LinkedIn, audio events, but Clubhouse was the first thing and got a thousand students for my coaching career when I started. So that was amazing. And yeah, I think the biggest thing about marketing and putting content is that be where your ideal clients spend their free time. And try in all of those places, try to find where you are the best yourself. So what you initially said, Peggy, in terms of putting photos might not be enough on Instagram, but if it, photos are the only things you can do, then maybe it's better 
you move to a platform where photos are more embraced. So now that's LinkedIn. So maybe yeah. LinkedIn and market to where your clients are if they're there. So try to find the bridge between that. And that's always amazing. Uh, Jeanette, I hope we can hear you now. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your one tip? <laughs> Um, what was the tip for, what was the question before the tip? Cause I have lots of them. I know, I know out. you've been gone for a while. We'll catch you up. What is your one tip? Um, or, or I'm sorry, who, who should you ask, um, if oh, you're yeah. needing help to improve your marketing strategy, who should you ask, to ask for help? Um, I ask the people that I admire what, what they're doing is I go out and if I'm seeing somebody doing something um, that just uh, like not align, but I just admire more so a lot admire that their stories getting out there. They're being real. They're they're showing up how they're showing up. It's just sending them a little text message and saying, hi, I'd love to learn um, why you chose to go with this. Like ask them the why. First of all, before that, go thank you so much for this is oh, the manners is thank you so much for allowing me to pop into your direct message. Um, I've been following you for a long time. I just admire what you're putting out there. And I would just love, you know, what site do you like to use on get them talking, get them saying why it's LinkedIn, Instagram, Alignable, Snapchat, TikTok, whatever, and just give them props that they are showing up on how they are showing up. And that to me will better cement alignment of stories, blending of stories that they will then say, yeah, and answer the questions and go, great, thank you. And I often go like this, I go, when we Zoom, thank you. And I, when I call myself a social media whisperer, just drop it, don't continue on, just drop it. Don't just keep hounding them and hounding them and because they are busy, busy people, respect. I um, so talk to the people you admire. Talk to the people you admire. And I like that, um, use manners. I think sometimes people forget how far a thank you or, a, you know, I really appreciate your time or, you know, just a little bit of respect and manners go because it does. It goes a long way. It goes a long, long ways. All right. Now, lightning round. What is your one tip to build to building your brand by focusing on marketing strategy. While we have you here, we're going to start with you. Make sure we can hear you. <laughs> Perfect. Can you hear me now, caller? Uh, and I'm from that era when we used to call into radio shows. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Um, oh, remember the brick, the brick cell phone? I'm from that generation. Um, what is the the lightning round? Can you repeat the question? I absolutely I get, uh, can. I can even put it right up here on your screen. What is okay, one tip one? to building your brand by focusing on marketing uh, strategy? Yes. Choosing the one thing that you want to be known for. So if you are about community, then what your branding strategy is, is about community, 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 community. So that to me is getting clear with that one messaging out there that you want to be known for and really finding the people that are about community companies that are about community um, in order for you to get your branding message out so understand that brand if we think about me living here on the farm that we just got these cows they're going to get branded what mark what branding mark do you want to be known for out in the world so um, mine happens to be happens to be gratitude and appreciation. I am known to use social media 
to use it to thank my community for inviting me into their rooms in this world. So that's what I'm known for. I love that. I love that. Uh, I'm always talking about the more specific you are, the more broad you reach. Be specific. Let people be known for that one thing and let people use their imagination and they'll they'll broaden that out for you. All right. Well, mine is uh, kind of similar to that itself. I think before we focus on your marketing strategy, you need to first give attention to your brand strategy and to who you are, the kind of impact you want to create, what truly drives you, your culture. Like if you can figure out these things, because it's not just about creating a product, but it's about the different things around it. Maybe it's the culture, maybe it's why you're doing it. And that allows you to find first something that you truly align with. So this kind of gets a bit more into the founder market fit. If you're truly fit for doing what you love, if you're truly passionate about these things and everything, because once you know your brand, and especially if you're in sync with it, you have so much content just coming up as in when you breathe, like you breathe out content and there's so much of that, but you also find ways to be able to relate to your right audience. And niching is important because the more deep you dive into it, the more deeper you can spread actually, and you actually get to spiral off of so many things instead of having a linear niche. And so when you have a clarity upon your culture and every other thing in terms of your brand culture, brand impact, you get to see obviously your niche down to a point, but you get to pick so many other things around you that you can correlate to your services, to your niche, to your impact that allows people from various circles who align with a particular mindset, come to come together, gravitate towards you and create a brand where you actually get to cultivate long lasting relationships with them. So you guys didn't you would never think that the three of us just met five minutes before the show start because we have such alignment in in this message this is so fun you guys i'm going to say the exact same thing that both of you said i'm going to say it in in my way and that is have fun have fun marketing should not be a terrible horrible thing it should be fun it should be your marketing strategy you're out there telling people what you do and how you can help them. Like, what's ugly about that? There's nothing not, uh, you know, that's fun. Like, make it fun. That's my one. Well, tip. and I and I often say is those of us, you know, we put out stuff is that people are going to fall in love, fall in love, exchange their time currency, looking at your post, falling in love with what you're putting out here with the sole purpose People is we're supposed to bring people off of our social media platforms into our business. And if you're any not like what you that person has fallen in love with, and you meet and you're like, oh, thank you for zooming with me today. Let's get down to it. And they're like, excuse me, I fell in love with the person who like does funky art in her coffee in the morning. Can we talk about that first? Like if you're not like what you are putting yourself out on these devices. I'm going to tell you, you're going to start that relationship with that potential person in regret. They're going to regret the time currency exchange to liking your post, commenting on your post, showing up for you. And it's like, now I want to be your customer and show up for, you know, in reality. And you're not like you are portraying yourself. Oh my goodness, people, the world needs truth. The world needs truth in who we are. And that's where we, we I love which keeps saying that magic word align, align and authenticity. 
that's what's going to keep this world turning. How many times have we met somebody and we've like so excited to like meet them and then we get on a call with them and we're like, I, I know this has happened to me multiple times. I'm so excited about it. And as soon as they get like, I want to hear about their kids. I want to hear about their dog. I want to hear about all these things. And I get on a call with them and they're like, so I have this skincare that I think would work for you. And you're like, what? <laughs> I wanted to hear about your dog. I didn't want you to sell me some <laughs> pyramid thing. Ah, oh. yeah. so yeah. I love that. You got to be authentic. That is awesome. All right. So it is um, our time for announcements. So I did not get your links, but we can't, we'll put them in um, afterwards. So tell people where they can find you um, and uh, where, what you would like people to connect with you. So the fun thing about me is I'm the only one in the world when it comes to my name. So you can literally just look me up and you can find me everywhere. That's what my business card says. Darling, I'm the only one in the world. Just look up my name. But what, uh, so I'm easy to connect on LinkedIn or you can just connect with me on Twitter, Instagram, anywhere. Just look up Arka. I'll be the only one there. But what I'm, I would love for you to know about me is that I'm someone who's truly impact driven. And recently I've made the pivot in terms of being a fractional consultant where companies who really want to expand on their impact, connect with their audiences and create a brand that gravitates and cultivates the right people uh, can hire me instead of paying $300,000 and above on an yearly basis, because that's what generally we get offered. But now it's a much more subscribable fractional process. And also if you're in the sexual wellness and intimacy led space, that is something we'll be giving our prior attention to going forward because that is an industry that we want to decriminalize and we're doing our best to be able to support them and do anything we can to help them scale as a business. Yay. Um, yeah, something cool about having a unique name. <laughs> it's All good right, for how SEO. People, how can people connect yeah. with you? Well, they can apply a lifting up of themselves in my world. I started a program just recently, well, after I got into business called the lifting up system, which stands for LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, what are your intentions on social media? What networks do you belong to to help everybody get their goals in life? So you can type my name into Mr. Googly, Professor Google, Jeanette Y. Martin. You will see I'm on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Alignable, TikTok, everywhere. Um, connect with me to the four corners of this round world and uh, let's connect, collaborate and build thriving communities around the globe. Yay. And I am at headshotstrategist.com. I even made a super pretty cool logo thingy for myself. And that is if you are a photographer or if you know a photographer, come into my world, go to my.timebender.world and come hang out with lots of other cool photographers and uh, grow your business with me. Um, and if you just want to know um, how to uh, get more effective headshots, schedule a 15 minute call with me and we'll get, we'll get some strategy going with you. Now let's talk about the community. So every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Um, on Thursday, um, we are here doing this, having fun. So make sure you join us. And if you don't have time to get on and watch the video, go catch it on the playback on the podcast everywhere that you get your podcast. 
Now, would you like to come and hang out and have fun with me and our other amazing host? Apply at minklifemotivation.com backslash live and come be a guest and hang out and have super cool conversations with us. Tomorrow, I believe, do not quote me because I may be wrong, but I believe Colleen Struby will be here to um, have this amazing conversation with us. So again, thank you for being amazing guest. And even in spite of a little bit of tech issues, we made it through and this was a really fun conversation. So thank you guys. Bye-bye everybody. You.